hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekly Nintendo News Roundup Live, reaching every Friday night, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. The all-in crew breaks down the week in Nintendo news. I see you there in the chat. Good evening there, Bowser. Good evening uh, to you, you as know, well. I hope evening, you guys, Eric. hope you guys loved that uh, Halloween intro. Another killer track from our friend Jordan the Red. Man, I love that Halloween intro track. I do too. Oh my lord, it's I so good. But uh, here we are, another lovely Friday. It's good to see you, Seth. And just to let everybody out there know, it is of course spooky season. We have, of course, a few tricks up our sleeve, but we also have a few treats. One of them is joining That's right. us right. Now look, look down, look, look who it is, guys. Look who it is. It's look down there. Barry Carinza <laughs> from Premium Edition Games, guys. Welcome <laughs> so much to the weekly Nintendo Roundup, Barry. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. I, I love that intro, by the way. That was awesome. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, man. Love it's good. It. I love it, too. Good to have you back I, you on the know, show, man. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Been a little little minute. It's it was nice because um you know you guys just had the the premium edition fall direct and it was like this is something we would have been covering on the news roundup anyway. So it's like perfect opportunity for for you to come through and uh and talk about it. Um, yeah, I guess before we even get into the uh, the news itself, uh, do you want to just quickly Barry tell people a little bit about yourself if maybe they're just you know meeting you for the first time and kind of what premium edition is real quick. Uh, sure. So my name is, as I said, is Barry Carenza. I'm a game industry analyst, a game collector, and you know I'm a co-founder, one of the founding members, really, of, of Premium Edition Games, where we take digital-only titles and we release them physically for the Switch, for the PlayStation 4, and the PlayStation 5. So uh, yeah, we, we just had our, our new series, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, with mm-hmm. new titles. Um, but yeah, it's exciting stuff. It's exciting industry to be in. And it's, as always, it's fantastic to get to talk to, to you fine folks as well. Yeah. uh, Yes. Really big thing happened in your life since the last time you were with (laughs) us, my friend. A little Uh, bit. Congratulations on the birth of your child, sir. Thank you. Yeah. My first, my first born, uh, maybe my only born. We'll see. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I finally have a son. So it's like, wow, now I'm actually a father. Like, like. Yes. Like someone's actually depending on me now. Like that's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's not four legged, you know. Like oh crap, what do I right. do? I'm really gonna have to have an influence on this person's life. Uh, you so finally clearly... got your player two. No, I have my player three. I got player a player three. Two. Player you three. can finally my play Triforce play. Heroes. Really, <laughs> play tri- I, that's I, what it I, is. I beat Triforce Heroes. Right, I, I, uh, with, with Let's friends. Go, Mary. Yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, no, it's it's. It's definitely an exciting road. Uh, he's he's almost 15 weeks old at this point, just over three months, and he's awesome. He is absolutely a fantastic child, and he's already watching me play video games and excited. He's, like, captivated. So I, I absolutely had to make sure to start him early, you know, right away. So, you know, he's been he watched me play Mortal Kombat 1. He really enjoyed the fatalities. <laughs> Let's um, go. We, we had him watching like the boys. Had him watching, you know, Castlevania. It's just no, no problem. He's like, okay, you know, three months old. They're not going to remember it anyways. But it's right. It's just yeah. funny to watch him. Like we have video of him just like enthralled with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, yep, that's my boy. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I, that's awesome. Watching Mortal Kombat one a kid after my own heart already. <laughs> 
but so I'm excited so to talk sorry. to you about uh, the Premium Edition Fall Direct. We've got a ton of fun topics that we're going to get your input on as well. But here at the top of every episode of All In, we have a very important matter of business to get to. And that is, of course, shouting out the wonderful men and women who help keep the lights on here at All In HQ, our amazing patrons. That's right. We need to thank the wonderful friends and supporters of patreon.com slash all in podcast. Thanks so much to everybody over there uh, who helps us out. There's a few bones our way for our hard work. Let's thank our golden banana bunch, starting with Rob Yapel, third strongest mole, Sean, Sean O. Baggins, Ashton, Tim A, a.k.a. Neo Prime 33, a.k.a. Nintendo Dad number four, Matt, Shy Guy City Murray, Phelan Ward, Bill Tucker, Marcus O'Neill, Liam D, Bowza, Gamer Jason, Andrew Wilkins, Foolish Fuji, and Alan hashtag look to the cookie but moving into our triforce tier eric need to thank josh vaughn the godfather of tingle love tuesday john dat fast cummins of the retro logic podcast as well as the on topic retro podcast the globe trotting jet set nintendo hub and sparky who's here watching us live as well so shout out to sparky at the nintendo hub here on youtube adam caparello who's also here of the retro groove podcast which i was on the most recent episode of Mm -hmm. talking about blink 182 super fun um (laughs) shy guy the other half of our shy guy mod squad thank you shy guy daniel inahosa dan and luma solo something and the legend himself the legend himself the man who i heard can actually blink 183 times uncle randy <laughs> uncle randy thanks so much to everybody who supports us over there we really appreciate you uh, you can also pick up some merch at bit.ly slash all in merch uh another way to throw some bones our way if you don't have any bones to throw that's okay you can always support us for free by reviewing us if you're listening to the uh, podcast feed uh five stars please that would be very nice and uh helps get our show in front of people uh you know if you're watching on youtube the like the subscribe the comments all that stuff uh free way to support the show yeah so thanks for that all that appreciate good you. algorithmic stuff that you know helps drive us up the ranks to get you know uh, even algorithm exactly the yeah. algorithm oh i never caught that yeah i never algorithm oh i like that but you uh, know, the more people that watch <laughs> us the more people that get our content the more people that know about premium edition so all you premium edition fans go ahead and like subscribe and all that good stuff too Absolutely. yes yes but uh without any further ado my friends uh shall we get into some news yes we've got a lot of fun to get to it's spooky season i am hype up so let's get into it uh barry yes you had a little bit of a thing happen this week didn't you sir <laughs> yeah just a little bit the culmination of multiple months of my life <laughs> yeah little thing little, yeah. little little teeny tiny premium edition fall direct here uh, which I've got up on the screen for YouTube watchers. Barry, tell us about this new sort of, uh, you know, news drop from y'all. Yeah, yeah. So what a, 40 minutes what worth got? of stuff to, to dive into <laughs> here. So uh, what can we expect coming in the future from you guys? Yeah, it was a, it was a big one. It was a lot bigger than I expected. Uh, fun fact, it was actually supposed to be even bigger, but we had to cut things back just because we didn't want to do too much. But uh, <clears throat> no, we, we wanted to talk about our... Our next wave, our next series of titles, which is our seventh series of Switch titles, and the first one, which is on screen now, which is Anud Shard, which is something we teased back in the spring. Yep. And this is a game from Stellar Knoll and from Freedom Games. And this is an awesome Zelda-like action RPG where it has an aesthetics of like Moon RPG. Yeah, the writing yeah. is the equivalent of um, of like Mother. It's very humorous. 
And okay. it's interesting post-apocalyptic world where you have to try and figure out what's going on and unravel the mysteries by delving into these dungeons to save souls who become trapped and, and kind of rescue them and piece together the world bit by bit while finding these great bosses and doing these puzzles. And uh, it's just a phenomenal world to explore. And I'm really excited that we're able to bring this out because like all the games we've put out, I just couldn't stop playing this when I, when I was like, oh my God, I am hooked. As a huge Zelda fan, I'm hooked. Uh, such a good game. Uh, so that is up for pre-order right now, um, standard and retro. And uh, it just... It's one of my favorites that we've done. Looks cool, man. Yeah, yeah. looks really cool. Getting kind of like Moonlighter vibes, obviously the the Zelda type vibes. I'm interested to check out this writing you were talking about. Obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of people out there, big fans of Mother, the Earthbound series. So, yeah, I, I saw you guys tease this during the spring. Really, really excited to check this one out. Yeah, this one, this one's really good. Uh, so I see you're up here on the NES side. So we did some NES games. So uh, first one here is Oratio, which is, or Oratorio is, uh, this is from John of Orbody Inc. who did Orbody Binders right. Tale. Yep. And uh, this is like Res on the NES, which it looks sick. is insane <laughs> to think of Res on the NES. And it works. And it works so well. We were all shocked. Like, how is this going to work? Like, really, on, on the Nintendo Entertainment System, it's this is going to be bad. And we played it. And we're like, like truthfully, the trailer doesn't even sell it as well as the gameplay. It's just so good. And, and it, it works. So we're, we we talked with John. And we're like, oh, this even has a special cartridge. Like, the cartridge yes. itself is a special type of, car- type of cart to make sure that the game runs and it saves. Because there's just so much content, so much music. And we said, yeah, we're going to we're gonna do it right. So we're honored to be working with them again. And this is also up for pre-order right now. Um, we do, I think we have maybe three silvers left as of earlier today. Like the silver editions are really stupid limited. Uh, so they're a little bit more, but if you're the collector, there's like, I think three left. So it's, it's, it's very, very tight, <laughs> but we do have more of the standards. Yeah, I was a big fan of Tempest yeah, back in the day. And this obviously, Tempest. you know, Tempest, Res, you know, games like that. Proper, like, arcade uh, uh, rail shooters. Uh, it looks really, really, really amazing. Yeah, so we're, we're happy to be working again with him to bring this out. And then we did two more two more uh, surprise NES games. We uh, These ones are coming later on. Uh, Jim and Dale, The Legend of Whedon Stiff is the first one. And... This is like a Zelda-style adventure, but it's based off of the the band, the real band, uh, which is uh, so cool because Clay, the developer who from Cal Games, this is the second game we've done from them. They did um, Bobby Six Seven, which we yeah. revealed last time. <clears throat> this this game, the music, everything is just awesome. And what's cool is when we we worked with him. He went and redid a lot of the game for the physical. That's exclusive to the physical, and it was to the point that this trailer, brand new. He's like, I, I, I did so much new content. I had to re-record the trailer. I had to replay through the game <laughs> to get the trailer to, to emphasize like the new stuff. And it's quirky. It's weird. You see like Ski Free there. You know, like yeah. this is this is one of those games where you're just going to be going through it and everything you expect throw it out the window like you're going to get <laughs> unexpected stuff uh it's so good and uh, this is coming later in the winter um so we haven't set a date yet but we are like you know what let's tease it let's let's show it off because it deserves a direct not just a shadow drop 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Almost looks like a demake of like the tourist or something. Gives me like Star Tropics vibes. Very but... Star Tropics, yeah. 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 And I'm then, all over this. And then we uh when talking to him, he's like, Well, I have a sequel because he he had done a sequel. So we said, Oh, well, we gotta do that too. And what's funny is that uh the sequel he did like he he no one really goes out there and says, I wanna copy zelda 2 and castlevania 2 because they're like the black sheep <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna do the zelda 2 thing and make my game completely different instead of zelda it's now a beat-em-up and uh yes. I'm like, yeah, that's cool though you know you get a different genre and again and he's and he's fighting a goose like you do fighting, fighting a goose like you do <laughs> it's like you do uh again it's it's the same quirkiness same you know great great soundtrack and uh oh it it's what what's what I like about it is it's also standalone. So if you're like I don't really like Zelda type, but I really love like Double Dragon, okay, yeah, you can just pick this one up and you can still enjoy it. But we're we're teasing uh, just what we're gonna do with the physicals when we reveal them, and we're gonna do something special because it's two games of the same series. Nice. Yes. Can we That's maybe awesome. expect them to be part of the same, or are we not ready no. to reveal anything yet? They'll they'll be separate cartridges. Okay. But there won't yeah. be won't be a multi pack. I don't think the Nintendo can even do multi pack cartridges. <laughs> We're trying but, to blow up yeah. NESs all over but, the world. But we we might be doing a, a multi pack packaging for them, right? So right. we're definitely we're sense. definitely toying. But we're also going to have separate. You know, we want if you only are interested in the second game or just the first game, we want to make sure that you can just pick those up as well. But it's really cool because Jim and Dill 2 at the same treatment. There's brand new stuff only available in the physical, like even the downloadable ROM that you can pick up and try. It's different than the version that's going to be on the physical. And I love when developers are willing to do special versions for us for the preservation. Nice. I love it, man. Yeah, that one, that looks great. Oh. All right, what do we got here next? We got th- this uh, premium entertainment system upcoming releases section. Oh, that's what we just, we just went through. That's... Oh, just just everything. Okay, yeah. So it's just like a it's just like a section there. You guys kind of reiterate. This is something y'all had already talked about previously, but uh, you guys are working with Poglings, yes. Yes. Uh, which is upcoming, that's and up. that's very exciting. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I was talking with Chadtronic. They're still working on it, and they're gonna have. More to share later this year is the is the hope. I said okay, you know, like whenever you do, let us know. We'll we'll share it out there. But it is still being worked on. Uh, great guy, great team. We're we're happy to be working with them. So that is coming, and there there might be a backer kit store coming uh, down the road, uh, but yeah. nothing's up yet. But yeah. we're, I'm trying yeah. to get them to say, put it up, put it up. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool because I, I like that y'all are working with these kind of like, you know, get, getting in on the ground floor and supporting these Kickstarter, you know, sort of projects here. Yeah, and Pocklings and is y'all. definitely a very ambitious indie title as well. So uh, I'll, yeah. I'll be very, very interested to see that one when it pops out as well. Yeah, we're really excited for it. And we, we've only played the early, early demo. So, you know, mm-hmm. we... we we, we put our faith behind it just like, you know, everybody that supported it. So we're waiting yep. to, to check it out ourselves. Very nice. Nice. So next okay, up. What do we got here? Next up, we have Cristala. This one is near and dear to me personally. This is a, another Kickstarter uh, that we were able to do the physical for uh, on PS5. We're doing the PS5 physical. And this is uh, it's Souls-like action RPG where you play as a cat of different cat races and 
because you're a cat, you get the ability to climb up onto roofs and walk along wires and jump down and attack and do and that knock acrobatics. stuff off shelves and. Of course, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and uh, you got different magic systems, and it's just this great world and great lore that they they crafted. Astral Clock Tower uh, Studios did a phenomenal job, and uh, they've really made this their own. Like, like I said, the Kickstarter was super successful. There is a Kickstarter exclusive for this, the physical. And that is available. There's a backer kit up right now. You can still pick up that physical. You can still support the team. Uh, I do know it's going into early access this winter. I think maybe December. Uh, They're going to start with an early access on on PC and keep adding to it. And it's not coming to consoles until it's done. And that's obviously when we're going to do the physical. But there's also a demo um, to the game, a good chunk demo, like, uh, you know, a good you know, hour long, hour and a half long demo nice. that you can play on Steam. <clears throat> That's available right now. And uh, the team is hard at work uh, making this game even better and better. And I, I'm so happy to be working with them. And it's always great to be a part of a Kickstarter and then have it be a success. too. It's like, oh, good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think we, we, so we, so here's my thing, Barry. At the, the end of this trailer, this thing's coming to Switch? Yes. <laughs> so <Wow. clears throat> this is coming to Switch. Uh, when I talked with them about it, they have a team that is confident that they could port it to Switch. If it can't be ported to Switch, for whatever reason, uh, Switch 2, it'll be switched over to Switch 2. Because by the time it yeah. comes out, the Switch 2 will be able to handle it. But they're aiming for Switch, uh, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Bow's in the chat here. I want to be a cat. Well, you can check out the yeah. Steam demo. Check out yeah. the Steam demo. Check out the demo, man. Yeah, I was when I saw that Switch logo, I was like, hold on a second, what? There's not a ton of games like this on on Switch, you know. So they'll be yeah. I think if if this comes out Switch, Switch 2, whatever the case may be, uh, I think the Nintendo audience is gonna be really into this, man. It's kind of underserved. Yes. We don't get a lot of stuff like this in Nintendo Land. So really the only yeah. 3D one I think is Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch. Pretty much. So yeah, yeah the people are starving for it, so it's it'll be great to have and and if anyone can make it happen, I know this team will. I mean, like, this is a small team. This is their first game, and you can see already how ambitious it is. It looks sick. Yeah. ton of, like, yeah, polish to it already. Yeah. So yeah. very cool, man. So then cool. the next one we teased is is a Kickstarter we've been doing for a long, long time. Sunshine yep. Manor was yep. a Kickstarter we did back in 2020. It was our first ever one. We've been teasing it. People have been asking, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And we, we told them we were waiting on the port. The game finished, I think. A year, a year and a half ago, the game actually finished, and it mm-hmm. came out on PC. But then we're, the porting process to Switch uh, and and other consoles was so long. And we're like, well, we're not going to take money until the porting is done. Like, we're just not. <clears throat> so right, we got news that they had finished the porting, and we said, okay. I was talking with Paul, the developer from Fossil Games, and uh, said, you you've got to you've got to do the reveal. You know, you've been doing this with me for a long time. I said, you it's not me. This is a your job. So he put together a phenomenal video uh, to tease that it was just another update and then, you know, psyching everyone out like, hey, it's coming. And I got a couple messages from fans who were looking forward to this game like, oh, my God, like you got me like I was not ready for that. And I was so happy because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to just completely subvert expectations, making people think it was just another update. But sure enough, this is joining our Series 7 this Halloween. Uh, It's coming October 30th. 
And uh, this is two games in one. And Sunshine Manor was the um, was the, the Kickstarter, but there was a previous game called Camp Sunshine. So you're getting both games on here. And what's cool is we tried to go with the double-sided. So the retro box is double-sided, where one side is Sunshine Manor and the other side is Camp Sunshine. Nice. The, the deluxe version that we have is the, the strategy guide. One side is... Is Camp Sunshine, you flip it over. It's a double-sided strategy guide. So the other nice. side is Camp Sunshine. And, uh, That's pretty sick. <clears throat> even the steelbook that comes with the deluxe is flip-sided, ones for each game. And the thing is, is, the artwork is done by Graham Humphreys, who is very famous for doing horror posters. Uh, so Look at that art. Yeah. Oh, I love that art, man. Yeah. Look at that. I'm so also a sucker for steelbooks too, but that looks, that looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker for steelbooks. We're like, we got to do a steelbook on this. Like this is our longest running. Like, will this ever come out kind of game? <laughs> and it, it is. And we've said, this is perfect for Halloween too. Like talk about spooky. And these are, oh, these yeah. are 16 bit mm-hmm. RPGs. Like these aren't like scary in the sense of, Oh, like resident evil. I'm going to crap myself or silent Hill, but it's, you know, it's still <laughs> has that horror vibes especially the bear uh the bear has got me a couple times yeah, with dude. the jump scares <laughs> like oh man <laughs> and i love like the the artwork that they did for the like, dram did where the bear is like like a b movie bear like the, the new winnie the pooh horror movie that they did like it just looks so bad it's good like done on purpose like i love it i love the aesthetics of that it just looks so cool so we're, we're happy to be bringing both of these together they're both going to be on cart uh, so you get two games in one. So if you're looking for something spooky uh, to go for, this is definitely, oh, you're going to need the deluxe there. You get the steel book. You get both the grand yeah. on both sides. Oh. And you can see the guide too. That's one guide, but it's f- double sided. So you flip it over. Um, so it's, it's two books back to back. So you're, you're getting yeah, the full man. guide for both games. Is this version uh, limited? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, both the, all the all retros are limited, um, very limited actually for the retros, and the deluxe is even going to be more limited because it's a little more expensive, and we you know we don't want to say oh we're going to do like five thousand of them and then have them sitting in a warehouse <laughs> right. because we can't yeah. sell five thousand. Yeah. We want to you know we want it to be something special for the collectors, and and this is a special game and this is a special version, and I know a lot of people are like oh. I, I got to go for that deluxe because we haven't done a deluxe since our second series. So it's like, where, when is another oh, deluxe wow. coming? It's like, well, the reason we haven't is the books. <clears throat> like even now, Raji has shipped and the collector's edition has not yet because we're still waiting for that art book to come via freight shipping and freight shipping is slow. And these books are thick. They're heavy. We can't afford to send them via plane. That's going to be way more expensive. So right. we're stuck waiting for these ships that they, they take like three to four months and there's porting problems. And so we're, we're just sitting there waiting. We, we don't want people to wait too, too long. So if you go for the deluxe, there will be a slight delay just in the books, but we're, we're trying to get ahead of it. But still, these are things that come out of our control. But yeah, yeah I can vouch for the fact that Raji has shipped. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> Retro. Yeah. Yeah, Raji pre-orders have shipped. We'll have second chance coming up with more Rajis if you missed it. But the the collector's edition didn't ship. That, yeah, that's the one. But yeah, the standards and the retro did ship, and they came out really good. Yeah, <laughs> like really good. I love the embossed. I love the foil. Like, yeah, it just it pops. And I really like this game too. Raji was a really oh, really cool action adventure when it came out a couple of years ago. Um, I was day one on that, and when they did, and this 
the Raji uh, was specifically the enhanced edition mm-hmm. that uh, Nottinghead went back and completely like retooled the game and yep. made it even better. So, oh, I love it. I'm also a sucker for like, you know, having like the whole game on cards, all updates, all DLC and everything yep. like that. So I, I love being Important. able to have that. Yeah, that's what we always strive and do with all of our releases. So, you know, it's like like I'll tell you a little fun fact about the previous series, um, series six, which is Wife Quest and, and Super Dungeon Maker. There was actually supposed to be a third game. <clears throat> so the third game that was supposed to be there is a game that I can't talk about yet because we haven't announced it. And mm-hmm. we were all set to go. We were talking with the developers and we're like, all right, so um, this is the final update of the game. And they said, what do you mean final update of the game? We have two two DLC patches planned, like big ones. I'm like, what? Oh, we can't release this game yet. Like, we've got to wait. We've got to push back. <clears throat> so the fallback was actually supposed to be Anarchard. Anarchard was supposed to join and we were talking with Freedom Games and we just didn't get the contract signed in time because we didn't want to rush. We It takes time to do all the, the artwork and the production because we we don't reuse pieces and uh, we were able to obviously get the contract signed. Uh, we, and we had it signed in time to tease it, but we didn't get it in there. So um, that's one of the things we will do. We will absolutely push back a game. We'll sign it early, but we'll push back a game until it's done because we truly right. do our best. Content complete. Yep. We can't say there's never going to be a patch down the road. That's a you know, bug is found and like things out of our control, but, we're going to do our best. And that's one of the reasons Super Dungeon Maker, people are like, when's Super Dungeon Maker coming? And that's been delayed. <clears throat> and the reason is, is the game's not done. You know, if you boot right. it up right now, it says like, this is still like an early access. And we were told it was going to be launched, done. That was part of the con. Like, oh, we're gonna, that's how we got it up there. And now we're like, we can't release this like this on a physical, not yet. So there, there's a big update, I think, coming in November and they're constantly working on it. We that game may not be fully content complete when it launches, but we want it in a better state than where it is right now. We want more content, yeah. mm-hmm. especially because we know it's coming. We're like, we, we know we want to get it. Right. So yeah. we, we, we said in the direct, like, please, we ask for everyone's patience on that um, because we're trying to make the best physical we can. That's yeah. plain and simple. And we don't want to release it and then go, oh, well, now this big update in November. Is that going to be on the cart? Look, uh, Nintendo's getting that flack right now with Mario Kart 8. Well, you know this update's coming. That's not uh, Wave 6 is not on the cart. What the heck? Pokemon is the same thing. You know, Wave right. 1 is on the cart, but Wave 2 isn't. And again, I, we can't promise it. Eventually, we're going to have to print and we're going to say, like, it's going as is. But we know there's content coming and we're like, we want to. We don't want to be in that shoes. We want to delay as long as we can to get it to be as complete as we can make it. Yeah, that's one of the things I've always yeah. liked about what you guys do with Premium Edition is uh, like Wonderling DX. I've got yep. the entire game, that massive DX update because they had multiple content patches and yep. being able to have all of that on cart uh, yep. mean, means a lot to me, especially with a special game like that. Wonderling we signed when it was just Wonderling. And yeah. they told us they had, when we signed it, they said, we have one update coming. <clears throat> and we said, okay. And then they were talking about doing a few other little updates. And originally, when we were talking, the Wonderling DX was supposed to be exclusive to the physical. Like, that was going to be the, the physical version exclusive. Then they, okay. wound up, then they wound up making the, the digital version as well, which we're fine with, whatever. But mm-hmm. we, we had to wait for them to give us the, okay, this is all the content. All right, now we're going to do <laughs> Wonderling. Um, because we don't mind signing a game early and sitting on it. And we don't want to rush any developer to say, come on, you've got to finish up. Uh, we mm-hmm. will hold the game before we put it up for pre-order. Uh, with with every exception except for Super Dungeon Maker, because that was one of the stipulations. The publisher was like, you got to put it up when the digital goes up for Switch. 
or I'm going with another company. And we really wanted that game because that game is a lot of fun. And we're like, all right, like <laughs> we have no choice in the matter. Uh, so we're, we're really excited for when everyone gets to try that and play that and it's in a complete form. And again, if you get the digital version, I hope you're having fun with it because uh, it is a blast. And I'm excited we got to do that one as well. Nice. Yeah, man. Well, we got cool. a couple of the things to, to talk about from yeah. from this. Um, yeah, we have a whole nother game on the Switch, uh, which is part of our Series 7, which is Lonesome Village. This game yes. is, is, if you take Animal Crossing with The Legend of Zelda and you put them together... And this one took me completely by surprise. Uh, I was like, wait, you know, I saw the trailer from Nintendo. I contacted them. Ogre Pixel, fantastic group. All from Mexico, too. The entire team is Mexican. Right. Which you don't usually see. And they provided us codes. We played it. And we were just like, this game is so much fun. And it, it kind of fills that cozy niche that we haven't really hit yet with our releases. Uh, and we, we like, all right, this is perfect <clears throat> because you get the you get the adventure you get the the ability to explore you get the farming you get the ability to decorate you have this really cool story where the entire village it's called lonesome village everyone's gone and you had to go into this tower and solve these puzzles these zelda style puzzles to rescue the villagers and as they come back to town they give you new quests and you get new items and you get stronger to go back into the tower and uh it's just a really really cool game because you, you, you do, you get that mix of both worlds. You get that that cozy, yeah. I'm going to relax, you know, take it easy. And you can, you don't, there's no stress, but you also get the, the mind-bending puzzles and the, the gameplay of Zelda. And uh, it just really, it blew us away. And we're like, oh yeah, we, we really want to do this game. We really want to get that itch filled. And we were able to bring this in. And uh, yeah, bringing this into Series 7 was really cool. Nice. I'm glad y'all are doing this, man. It's a it's a cool game. Their new game just came out. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll sticker. talk about it a little bit more, but yep. yeah, Tiny Sticker Tail just like just came out this week. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. just came out. Cool. That, that, and both Tiny Sticker Tail and as well as this were both Kickstarters as well, and both successful. Yep. So uh, you know, we're, who knows? Maybe maybe that one will get a physical down the road. But mm. uh, but the old Ogre Pixel is really really cool and uh really talented team and to be able to to bring this in and again just again on screen it's all there all different art we always try and do different art and i love the way like the retro box on this looks uh i just think it's it's it just screams like like n64 yeah, <laughs> like it just to me just screams yeah. n64. it's true yeah i love it i love it <laughs> Yeah, like like Paper Mario sixty four looking Kinda, yeah, yeah. box there. Really cool, man. Yeah, so I love this it. This one, this one is one of those. And I saw like mixed things and like in the direct. Some people like, oh, it's not my cup of tea. And other people like, oh my god, this is like the type of game I've been looking for. And and that's something where you know we try and diversify. We don't yeah. always release the same games or the same type of games because we like all different kinds of stuff and we want to cater to everybody. We just don't want to cater to one particular type. And if, if the, if my thing is if a game is not for you, nothing wrong with it, but yeah. try for the challenge, right? Go, go for the patch. And that's <laughs> that challenge so, patch. Yeah. I saw you guys are so still doing that. People, still doing it. Every game still has it. I saw so many people with, uh, with like super blood hockey where they're like, Oh, I don't like sports games. But so I, I just did this for the patch and I completed it 
but now you've introduced me to one of my new favorite games and I can't put this down. And I'm like, that's the point. Like yeah. we do so few games that if we're putting out a game, that means we're standing behind it. That means we really love it. And we think you'll love it too. So we hope that you give each of these a chance. Yeah. Lonesome but, village. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say you've never, you know, ventured into the cozy territory. They be, they bleed pixels was incredibly cozy to me. Oh yeah. Very, very cozy, very cozy, very cozy game. game. Very cozy game. Yeah. The closest I would think would be maybe Ren in your parade. Um, but yeah, even that's yeah, a very that's different, different style game. Completely yeah. different style. Really so. cool, though. I really like Rain on Your Parade. Yeah. It's a really unique type of game. Very unique. We uh, we we did, of course, see the return of the, the hype, hype button. button. <laughs> yes. Um, so the hype button is always fun to do because it's always a challenge of who's going to push it, how are we going to introduce it, what are we going to do with it. And uh, that falls on me. <laughs> to figure this out <laughs> and i didn't realize in the third the third series direct when i introduced the hype button which was my idea and uh no one else understood it when i introduced it like what are you talking about I'm like no it'll just it'll work and it worked and what i didn't realize is i was writing myself into a corner where now i had to do something different every time and i'm like <laughs> oh man like eventually i'm gonna have to like repeat something and call it out like do the fourth wall like oh we've done this before or something like that um but you know, honestly, one of the one of the hypes, and this I could tell you this because this is never going to happen at this point. But the idea, <clears throat> the idea behind there was, we were going to have a summer series, and the summer series didn't happen because I had a child, and, and Jeff he moved to Hawaii. No, that little thing, you know. You know, uh, yeah. There's a lot of things going on, so we we had to push and say we're just going to do a fall. But the idea behind the summer direct. Because we knew, we were promised, I shouldn't say we knew, we were promised by Fossil Games that Sunshine was going to come in the fall. The idea is that in the, in the Summer Direct, there was not going to be an update for for Sunshine. And the hype button was going to appear, and the lights were going to go out, it was going to be black, and the bear would appear. And the bear would like stab <laughs> it, and that was going to be the hype teasing Sunshine. And I could talk about that now because that's never come to fruition because obviously Sunshine, we did a different thing. Right. But yep. that was the idea. And I had that down. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And it it now goes under the floor. Like, never used ideas. Um, which, but you shouldn't which, have said that now because you, you can't use that idea ever for any game now. I can use it for a different game. But if we have to have the <laughs> right game for it. Yeah. Um, but but it was one of those things where I was like, oh, man, like, you know, I thought that would be really cool to, again, subvert expectations. What's going on? Like arguing over who's going to push it. And the bear comes in. I want to, you know, do it with a knife. <laughs> um, but, that, you know, that's on the cutting room floor. That that direct never came. Ah. Yeah, so Man. it's interesting, you know. It's just it, it sucks because you know it's like it's like a baby. It's like I, you know, I wrote that, but it, it, that never came out. But it's there's a lot of lot of changes that have happened to directs in the years of different things that have come to fruition, you know, positive and negative in, in terms of what changed. You know, we actually wrote mm-hmm. an entire direct for Rack and Ruin, which never got its own direct. Uh, we, we just put it out there because we didn't have time to record it. But I wrote an entire direct just for one game with updates. And I have the script. The script exists. And I, <laughs> and I even had a hype button thing for that. We were going to tease. Uh, what were we teasing with that? I think it was. I, th- I think the tease was actually Rack and Ruin. I think I think it was just going to be an update direct. And the hype button was going to be Rack and Ruin surprise game coming out. And uh yeah, it just never came. So I'm not saying how that one worked because I haven't reused <laughs> that one. That one has not reused yet. So <laughs> nice. 
Well, we uh, we we did eventually press the hype yes. button, Barry. Yes, the, collectively, the, the hype button did did get pressed did. one way or another. Um, and what was on the other side of that? The my other friend? side was a game I'm so excited for, Carl. This game, if you've never played it, this is Mega Man style action platformer done so well. These very very well crafted levels. And this is from Morning Star Studios, who did Robot Named Fight. Matt Bittner, yep. mm-hmm. as well as Andrew Kennedy, Nintendo himself. So, you know, a lot of people have even asked about this and, and because we're really good friends with Matt when this came out, we're like, Matt, like we need a meeting. Uh, we want to talk about Carl. Uh, so we've had this signed pretty much since either when it came out or before it even came out. But we were, we were like, all right, we're gonna, we were actually planning on doing it possibly in series five last year and also possibly in the in the spring and they told us flat out hey there's an update we're doing an update uh big it's going to be a free update it's got a new content and and like we talked about before we wanted that all on the card so we said all right as awesome as this game is we are going to sit on this game until it is done and that free content hasn't come out yet that's why we're teasing it for the spring uh, so they have time to work on it. In fact, uh, Drew himself took time away from working on it to watch the direct and then went back to work on it. But uh, <laughs> but it's great that we were able to do that and we were able to uh, to bring this game out because uh, this was this was my indie game of the year last year. Uh, truly, nice. it is such a good game. If you ne- have you played this yet? Have you played Carl? I have, I have not. Oh, no. that's awesome. It looks sick though. Like I love. Like it looks like it. Like as uh, does some kind of like genre bending yeah, stuff in there. I saw some Arkanoid type stuff. Yeah. I saw so, some. Uh... So there's there's uh arcades. Yep. Uh, inside the the robot city that you're in, and you could find the arcade the floppy disks, I believe, and the, flop- <laughs> the floppy disks have the arcades on it, and you could uh you could use those to play, and and they're not real. It's not really Arkanoid. It's a it's a new version of Arkanoid. It's a it's an in-universe version of Arkanoid. So there's no copyright. But and there's, there's more than just Arkanoid. There's other games too. And they're completely yeah. bonus. They're completely you know like the Robotron. You saw the Robotron, Robotron in there yeah. as well. <laughs> um, those are those are completely optional. You don't have to play them. Uh, it's just something that Matt threw in there, which I love. Uh, and it's very meta. And you know, there's, there's a lot of not a Mega Man. This actually. right here. Yeah. This right here is what caught my eye. This like 3D perspective. Yeah. I'm like, what in the world is going on, like man? Chasing a kaiju so. in a, in a tornado truck. Uh, and I can't tell you anything about that, but all I could say I gotta is, play it, uh, yeah, is absolutely worth playing. And again, there's, there's content coming, you know, free content from Tendru later on. And, uh, and uh, there's... Uh, it's just awesome. So we look forward <laughs> to the physical. We have some really cool things planned and uh, just excited to talk about that. Nice. Yeah, man. And then That's awesome. One more thing in the direct, which actually yep. was a tease. Uh, and that was a tease to a date, which has now since passed. So I don't know if you saw the announcement or not. I don't think I have. Mm. What's going on here? Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. So if you go to our YouTube, we released a video October 5th. At nine o'clock in the morning, and you can bring that up, and oh, you and you can, we can do a live on. reaction right now to you guys seeing it. Absolutely can. Yeah, hold up. It is a we brand new this. physical game. 
Yeah, oh, game. snap. Hold up. Game. Let me pull this up. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Yeah, what is this? Brand new physical game that we are coming next year. <clears throat> oh, a little, oh like okay. a little Slay the Spire energy going on here. Gor- Gordian Quest? Gordian Quest. Oh, this okay. is coming out October 26th? Digitally, yes. Digitally, yeah. Okay. Yeah, digitally, October 26th from our friends over at Modus Games. Oh, and, Modus. Uh, okay. I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, so they they're doing uh they're doing the digital and uh it's up for pre-order right now digitally. So definitely check it out if if you're interested digitally, but we will be doing the physical coming next year. We want to make sure it's complete content complete. Everything mm-hmm. is good. There's a big big PC game. That's a game. big map. Yeah. This this is like a third there's multiple modes, there's a 30 hour story mode, there's like a roguelike mode where you could just constantly play over and over so it's always changing. There's multiple characters, multiple classes. God, there's a and, lot going on right now. Yeah. This is a very complicated and uh, hilarious and fun game. Did that's like, a 700 cards? Yes, over 700 cards. <laughs> yeah, so this is... That, it looks pretty sick, actually. That does look really cool. <laughs> I'm into that. So this is, like I said, this is, this is a brand new thing. This is we were, we were actually going to be revealing this as the hype button, one more thing, and talking with Modus. Modus was like, uh, we're going to be talking about it on the 5th. So could you not reveal it right before us? So <laughs> we we are like, all right. So we, we do try and work with all our partners. So we made the uh, made the option to say, all right, well, we're going to still tease it. We're still going to tease it because we, we didn't want to delay the uh, the direct even a few days because that all our schedule every week is a brand new thing. And we're launching games on Monday. So yeah. we're like, we already we're going to have the direct the last week of, Sun, of September. We moved it to have Andrew Chard be the exact same day um, just so it's a little closer to this announcement. But yeah, this is one that we're really excited. Mixed Realms as developers and uh, we played on PC and we're like, oh my God. So I'm hoping it translates to the Switch uh, great, but like a lot of things, there might be some bugs or tweaks or stuff. So we didn't want to do the physical right away. We're like, oh, we'll give right. them some time to work out all those kinks so yep. that you get the perfect, the most balanced. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the trailer said coming in 2024. So this isn't part of series seven. No, no, this is not part of series seven. This is a tease. Um, we have not set a time. So this is, you know, this could be series eight. This could be series nine. Uh, we just want to make sure, but it is coming next year. And uh, this is a, this is an awesome game. And put we that were, on my calendar. We were stoked. So we're like, <laughs> oh man, you know, like to be able to, to, to bring this to the switch uh, physically is awesome. Like, very cool and, and no, no one's heard of it it's like it slept on this game like it's one of the many that we just went to steam and so few people played and we we tried it we said how has no one grabbed this game yet like we gotta do this so we're, we're like very there's happy. so many games out there that it can be really easy for even amazing games to to fall under the radar so uh yeah i'm glad you're not letting this one go it looks really really cool yeah. again uh, that looks like a ton of content for for one game and i haven't uh uh, I never properly played Hearthstone. I never properly played Slay the Spire. Adam in the chat's like this recovering Hearthstone addict is excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You'll love this then. You will really love this. This is it's it's is way more in depth than I was expecting when I first played it. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so good. I had to pull myself away because when testing games, I can't 
you really get too into it because I'm testing a bunch of different games and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to put like 300 hours in this game and go, yeah, we need to sign. I need to put out my thoughts, you know, as soon as possible right. and say, Hey guys, like this is a yes or this is a no. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't pull myself away. I think I played like five hours and I'm like, okay, I'll play more when, it, when we got the, our version out. Uh, Cause it, it's so good. So we're, we're really happy to be working with mixed realms and modus to, uh, to bring this out physically. Very nice. So you guys are busy. That's what that's what we're taking away <laughs> yes. from this. Yes. A few things in the yeah. few irons it's in the a, fire. It's a few irons in the fire. Um, we still we're in the process of getting seri- the rest of series five, Love Three, and and uh, Eagle Island Twist shipped starting to be shipped out. Uh, yeah. Pre orders. We've got second chance sales going up this holiday for those games for Raji for They Bleed Pixels. Wife Quest is going in development. We're going to be putting up uh, Rack and Ruin for PS4, which is a game we announced way back in the spring. And we had to put a, put the brakes on it because we were alerted that there was a bug in the, the PS4 version of the game that's not in the Switch version that prevents you from getting a trophy. And our challenge cards are get the platinum and you get a platinum patch. So it became impossible. And the developer did mm-hmm. not tell us about this. I don't know if they were aware, but we talked with LifeSpark Entertainment and they were very nice to go back and they fixed that bug so the digital version is fixed too uh so now that it's fixed we're like all right now let's do the physical so that's going up later this uh this holiday uh just in in one of the off weeks because we never got to do it because we didn't want to put money up you know take people's money and then release a, a game with a major bug like that we, we said oh we're right. not going to touch the money until it's fixed so now that it's fixed we're gonna put it up and we'll have more PlayStation stuff coming next year. And the, the, the other PlayStation games, the Rack and Ruin was like a holdup in doing the production because we wanted to do them all together. And we're like, oh, this monkey wrench right there. So so we're, we've got we're yeah. working on that and getting those out. You know, they're still up on pre-order, you know, Music Racer Ultimate and Phenotopia Awakening for PlayStation. Uh, don't yeah. sleep on those either. Great games. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, I mean, Quaker, like the things that are available in the, yeah, there's Eric's Phenotopia right <laughs> yeah, there. PlayStation uh, version up too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we got, uh, so Lonesome Village and Anuchard are coming for pre-order this month. They're, right? they're all this month. Like, so Anuchard right. is up right now. Lonesome Village is the, I think the 16th of October. And then uh, the, the Sunshine Manor stuff. Sunshine. Yeah. So all three of those yeah. games are coming in this month in October off weeks of those. Cause it's every other Monday we're going to have stuff, uh, second chance sales. Uh, oratorio is still up for pre-order right now on the NES. So you can grab that. And we have more surprises coming down the road. We've got, you know, Weed and stiff one and two, as well as mm-hmm. maybe something for black Friday, rack and ruin PS4. Uh, so a lot mm. to look forward to. Very nice. Cool, man. Very nice. Premium edition, uh, games.com, I believe is the website Absolutely. for that. So definitely, uh, be sure to check. I'll make sure links are available for y'all to easily go and check that out too. Uh, hi, Eric can vouch. He's got, you know, his premium yeah, edition I've games got, sitting there in arm's reach. Apparently I got a Xenotopia. <laughs> I got cathedral. I got they bleed pixels. I got wonderling. I got Raji. So, uh, appreciate uh, the support. I, and, and honestly, like one of the things that you guys do that I really, really like is like these slip covers for these games mm-hmm. are so cool. They're so high quality. Um, you got kind of the lenticular stuff. You got the, like, just look at that. Look at that. <laughs> That's just really cool. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, I apologize. You can't see, but, uh, <laughs> but I just always really, really liked 
you know, like your guys, uh, the, the quality of your guys work when you send stuff out. It's not just, uh, it's not just a switch game case within a sleeve. There's actual thought and care and intent yeah. put into these. And oh, yeah. there's some of the nicest looking boxes and, and sleeves on my, on my shelf. So yeah, definitely go check out premium edition games.com. That's shout out to our wonderful uh, production team, Jeff and Tristan, who do an amazing job over there. And, and we always strive to do our best to not reuse any piece of art. We try and make every piece unique so you're getting all this different art showcased. Because, uh, you know, it's a canvas. It's like, hey, why be lazy about it? Let's have some fun with it. And uh, we like that. We like to be able to highlight that. And developers like that. I too. love it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. Bows has already got the demo for Crystalla downloaded. She yeah, said, you've already, you've already, already died. Yeah, got Bowser. <laughs> you already got Bowser playing Crystalla. Good, good. It's, it's a great, great game. Uh, you know, hopefully you enjoy it. Even if you're not good with Souls-like games, just you know, figuring out it's trial and error. Souls-like, it's not like you're going to yeah. go in there and I'm going to win it one shot. You're going to die. Like that's the whole point. It's to, and I mean, cats yep. have how many lives? Nine supposedly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Supposedly, right? Supposedly. So it's thematic. I will. I will yeah. definitely right. uh, let Astro Clock Tower know that you, you know, live. They did this. They're going to be thrilled. They're very, very passionate yeah, developers, man. and uh, they're awesome. going to be absolutely thrilled that even one person checks out their their demo because it is a passion project. It's their first title, and they're they're putting all their eggs into it. They've been working tirelessly for the past four four plus years on it. So. So I got I got it on my queue, man. I'll, I'm gonna have to check it out myself because I, I love Souls games. But uh, uh, that again, premiumeditiongames.com. Uh, you know, definitely check back there throughout the course of the month, where a bunch of stuff is going up for for pre order. Y'all are gonna want to get in on that. Um, and you can definitely so check yeah. out the fall direct itself if you want to see it in its entirety yes. to see everything that we've just talked about. You can check out Premium Edition's YouTube channel for that and for the uh, the little video that we just watched uh, <laughs> Gordian for, Quest. for Gordian Quest. Yeah, uh, It looks really, really cool. Thank you so much for showing up and talking some, some Premium Edition games with us. Barry, would you be able to stick around to talk a little yes. bit more news with us? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, we got we got a couple things to, to talk about. It's actually, I guess this is a, a little bit in, in your wheelhouse too, Barry. We can kind of quickly hit on this because uh, this this made some waves uh, this week. Little news from Nintendo. Uh, this tweet: As of early April 2024, online play and other functionality that uses online communication will end service for Nintendo 3DS and Wii U software. Thank you very much for your continued support of our products. They have a link to their FAQ where they go into a little bit more detail, uh, especially on some things they clarified that like, hey, so things like Street Pass are still going to work, you know, um, but like things that have like online requirement, things like Nintendo Badge Arcade are not going to work after April 2024. And obviously online functionality for a lot of games like we kind of offhandedly mentioned Triforce Heroes. Uh, that game not going to be able to play online, you know, anymore after April 2024. And uh, of course, we saw, you know, earlier this year yep. the closure of those eShops. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's an unfortunate thing, man. A lot of games are going to, you know, Kid Icarus Uprising's multiplayer is amazing. I'm not going to be able to do that anymore, you know. I think, I mean, with the way we see the cyclical nature of this uh, industry. I think eventually, especially when it comes to, you know, Kid Icarus Uprising, Triforce Heroes, especially the first party games, we will eventually see them, I think, years down the road in some type of NSO or virtual console style service where 
you know, where that multiplayer, online multiplayer functionality has come back, but losing it in its native and its kind of intended original form still really stinks. Um, and it is an unfortunate effect of the industry because you can't just, like, like we talk about the, the cloud, the cloud isn't the server. So you can't just create multiplayer. Like that power is coming from somewhere and that's costing Nintendo money. So eventually you've got to move that power. You've got to shift those resources to something else. And unfortunately, really cool things wind up getting lost in the transition. And we're just at this point of the lifespan of the 3DS and the Wii U. I do hope in the future, technology that has not been invented yet, we can reach the point where we can create some type of perpetual online connectivity, perpetual online functionality. But until then, I'll pour one out and appreciate the fact that uh, the Wii U and the 3DS gave me a whole bunch of fun memories. I spent countless hours playing Mario Kart 8 Vanilla online on the Wii U. I spent a lot of time playing Smash 3DS uh, online. So uh, just another thing that, we kind of knew in our hearts was coming, but still stings that it's here. Yeah. yeah. RIP. Pour one out. Pour one out. Um, <laughs> I love, I love your optimism, Eric. I love it. I love that you <laughs> I'm feel trying. That, I'm that, trying. that Nintendo first party games will get that second life and, and get, get at least be able to be played online down the road. If not, even though it won't be natively on the original system, as of intended, course. which sucks. Um, tell that to all the Fire Emblem fans that want to do- download the first Fire Emblem game on the Switch. You know, right about that. Tell them to people That's who want to play point. Mario Thirty Five. <laughs> you know, there's Nintendo themselves, even on the Switch, have taken content away, first party content away, for no reason, and just eliminated it. And Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do. So I love the optimism, but I know, like for me, this is a cautionary tale about online. And yeah. And just, you know, I'm glad that at least peer-to-peer still works. But so many people are like, online's the future, online's the future. Yes, in a way, but there's this dirty side of the future. These games are now lost. This content is now lost. It's it's unplayable. Um, I'm not saying a lot of people are still actively playing it. In fact, a lot of people weren't. The only reason they're shutting this down is because it's costing them more to keep it up than it is to yeah. to keep it on because yep. if there was enough people still playing they wouldn't shut it down because it's still making the money but now it's no longer profitable let's kill it and let's let people know in advance which is at least nice but that's the dangerous side of technology in 2023 is that when you become so reliant on digital and so reliant on online that costs money and these companies are showing that they're all hurting like there's layoffs across the board so many companies, yeah. big companies yeah. telltale uh naughty dog they're laying off staff and you know so hey if, if these companies are laying off staff you think they're going to put the money towards online servers that <laughs> no one's playing anymore no so yeah. yeah like i'm all for offline i'm all for single player i'm all for local you know, because it's not reliant and obviously physical media because of, of that. Of course. Mm-hmm. But it sucks. You know, like you say, you know, so many games, third party games are definitely not getting another life that just created unique experiences for better or for worse uh, that are now going to be you yeah. know, going the way of the dodo. And then it'll just yeah. be, you know, it's going to be like that meme. It'll be like, oh, you know, back in the day we had this device that had 
grass is free 3d and we were able to play online it's like okay grandpa <laughs> that's nice time to go home you know? let's get you to bed <laughs> yeah yeah and it's and it's sad for like for people like us that did engage but like the reality is it's like it's not like i was still busting out xenoblade x and playing that online yeah. yesterday you know like it's not the, the amount of people that this it, it's more of like um a preservation thing and the fact that these games are not complete after this point, like they're you're not able to get the full experience. Xenoblade X is a great example. Like there is actual content playing that game online that you can only earn that way, or at least only earn in like a reasonable manner that way. Um, you know, so like that's that's super unfortunate, man. That's yeah. it's entire features that are completely unplayable. Yeah, you could still do Triforce Hero like ad hoc or whatever. Um, but but like that's like the whole that's that game's entire thing. It's a multiplayer game. Yep. Yeah, you can play it single player, but like it kind of sucks. You got to play that multiplayer, and you can't do that online anymore. It's it's unfortunate. It is. So it is. But uh, I mean, yeah, just like you were talking about, uh, Barry. Big big layoffs across the industry. A lot of resource mm-hmm. reallocation, uh, and especially now that you know, we're getting reports about the Microsoft and Activision deal finally coming to a close. So there, like, we could be seeing a little bit of a shift in the industry coming into the, uh, the final quarter of, of 2023. But it, my, my first thought, my first thought when I saw this was these are resources that Nintendo is shifting to switch to. Maybe, maybe. So I'm, that's complete speculation, obviously, but that was just my first initial thought. And maybe that's just my stupid optimism again. You know what? Honestly, Eric, I think you're onto something. I think, I think you're right. I think the Nintendo has historically not done online well, so they need all the resources they can get. And, (laughs) and I think, you know, I didn't even think about that, but I think you're, you're probably spot on with that. And I think one of the biggest problems when looking at this from a preservationist uh, perspective or even a gaming Mm -hmm. perspective is the, the newer generation doesn't care and they don't care because they're either stuck with, you know, one or two games like Fortnite or call of duty. And that's all they're looking at, or they're, they're moved on to something else. (laughs) And, and this stuff hasn't become nostalgic for them. They haven't lived long enough to appreciate the history. Very much. So, and when they're in their 20s and even 30s and go, oh, man, remember that when we used to play on the Wii U or the 3DS? I wish we could do that again. That's when they're suddenly going to start to care and it's going to wake up and be like, oh, wow, like all this is gone and never can come back. We should have done something more. We should have you know, figured out a way to preserve it or you know, private servers or, or alternate methods or something. But right now, everyone's just like, oh, digital, fine. Like, why do I need to own a DVD? I've got Disney Plus and I've got Netflix. And, oh, you want to watch that? Oh, well, that was taken off. Oh, and it's never coming back and it's not streaming anywhere. You got to get the DVD. Oh, it's out of print because they only printed once. It's going to cost you $300 now to watch that one movie. If only you had fought physical media beforehand. You know, like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. and it's the same with games. How many Man. games are not available and the only way to get it is by buying very expensive physical cards. If only I'd gotten yeah. those Black Diamond Disney VHS back oh, in the day. <laughs> that's a scam. Those are scams. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> you could have been rich. It's unfortunate, man. Could have been. Yeah, you could have been. You <laughs> could have been. Yeah. Well, it's it's unfortunate, but, but this is the way it was always gonna go. Yeah. You know, it was the day was always gonna come, man. So it's just 
it's unfortunate, but it was it was always going to kind of happen. It's here, but, but yeah, but there are a few more, you know, slightly better, slightly more fun stories for us to talk about here this week. Um, well, I don't know, maybe scary depending on uh, your wallet, because uh, Lego announced an official. Oh my God! There they are up Let's on screen. Go. Lego Animal Let's Crossing go. is real, ladies and gentlemen. And we just got a small little seventeen-second snippet, but quick uh, little teaser. Quick little teaser. But wallets around the world cried that day. Uh, but honestly, yeah, it looks man. really, really cool. Uh, just, just potentially as as minifigure collections. Just look at those Animal Crossing minifigs. They look genuinely really good, in my opinion. Isabel and Tom Nook and a bunch of the villagers and what? Well, uh, great. Was that Captain there? Yeah, you got you got Captain. You got my boy Marshall, who's who's my for forever been my my favorite villager. Um, you know, uh, is that Rosie? I think that character's name is. You got Julian. Uh, I think that's Fauna. I don't remember that character's name. Yeah. But yeah, really cool. You can see the trees and the flowers, you know, the the little cherry and apples and stuff going on. The biggest thing for me that um that stood out about this uh tease is that it is not like the typical like the like what they've been doing with Lego Mario is it's been like play sets. Yeah. This looks like they are making like Animal Crossing Lego, not just a play set like diorama kind of style making it fit within the lego sort of format and that actually excites me a lot more personally as like somebody who would much rather have like a diorama style animal crossing set versus something that is meant to be like played with like mario um this looks this looks so good i can't wait i I would personally I would double down on some minifig collections, put Gullivar in there, uh, put, you know, a bunch of the old Animal Crossing characters in there, put Timmy, Tommy. uh, I mean, obviously I'm getting Isabel, uh, you know, put Flick and uh, the the newer characters from newer, just put them all in there. I'm good. But uh, what are your thoughts, Barry? You big on Legos, big on Animal Crossing? I loved Legos growing up. I always have, but it's one of those that I stopped mm-hmm. playing with as I get older. But I, uh, my wife also really loves Legos and really happens to love Animal Crossing. So, and Fauna is her favorite villager. So when I was there, I was like, oh, let's go. Like, we're going to have to get that for sure. Now, I don't know if they're going to be flying <laughs> bags or what, but like you, I'm really glad that they are doing, like you said, a more traditional lego which i was i was really shocked to see um because i I didn't think it was going to be like that like i would think they're going to do like the mario and and i never got lego mario like people say oh you're gonna get lego mario with such a such a big you know mario fan i'll be like no because those sets take up so much room like they do like and i putting them together and all this stuff i'm not gonna do it but they there was a leak on on the pricing uh let me let me try and send this to you you can just throw it up there i'm just taking a quick screenshot from okay. my phone i'm um, sending it to you by text but supposedly and take you have to take this with a grain of salt supposedly the skews leaked for animal crossing in the price and all of it together is under 200 dollars. so if this leak is real that's super cheap for legos um because legos legos are notoriously expensive 
So it looks like, again, according to this leak, there's five different sets, you know, that. Yeah. And, okay. And it looks like probably the biggest one might be, you know, the, the town center with Isabel and Tom. Yeah. And I figured you, the you, town center would definitely be one of the things they did. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you've got, you know, Timmy and Tommy with Nookingtons. Maybe you got the Able sisters, you know, if Captain's yeah. there, you have like the, the Captain travel agency and who knows what else but again you have to take this with a grain of salt this is just a leaked uh leaked if that's leak. true that's shockingly reasonable yes yeah <laughs> shocking so, so yeah so i figured i'd share for that, but, uh for lego but, yeah. but i'm excited for it because i've always wanted lego zelda and i know that that's gonna yeah. fully break me like if hyrule castle yeah. i don't have room for it. i don't care kids out the door here's lego cat you know hyrule castle <laughs> um so that was the one saving grace for me with Mario. Cause when I saw it, I was like, well, I, don't I mean, touch it. <laughs> if you're excited about Lego Nintendo, anything, even though, even if animal crossing isn't your thing, the fact that it's very clear that Lego and Nintendo are expanding their partnership oh, yeah. like this should be very exciting to anybody who has interest in potentially Lego Zelda, potentially Lego Metroid, potentially Lego Donkey Kong country stuff like uh, King well, there K. Is Lego Donkey or, Kong stuff now, but I, it's with the Mario. It's yeah. with the Mario stuff. I'm specifically because this is me. I'm people. I want like Lego Donkey Kong Country stuff, like King K. Rule and Dixie and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, so, they made um, a Dixie set, which is great. Which yeah, my yeah. wife loves Dixie, so we had to buy it. But again, it's it's a it's a Dixie you have to make. Yeah, but she's bigger. Right. She's not like a minifig Dixie. It's a Lego yeah. made out of Dixie. She came with squawks, too, mm-hmm. which is cool. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. I like the traditional, the more traditional Lego. And I think Mm. that will be a very scary partnership if they keep going. (laughs) I mean, look, they did the NES uh, and they did the Bowser. Um, So will they do a Super Nintendo or a Game Boy or a Virtual Boy or 64? Who knows? I mean, they could just keep going. There could be a Lego Switch before we know it. (laughs) I mean, just that that Lego question mark block that unfolds. Like that's that thing is just nuts. But uh, I don't. Could you imagine like an entire like here's a five hundred thousand piece Animal Crossing island? <laughs> oh God, where would you put that? No one would have room for an entire island. Oh, no. Like it wouldn't fit on any shelf, and you'd have to sit on the floor or a table. And... <laughs> I have to start a lot oh, to increase no, my you. rent. Is like I need a two bedroom now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One for my one for me and one for my Legos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, it's cool though, man. I'm glad they're doing it. We don't know anything be- beyond that. Like the 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 rumors say March. That would make a lot of sense, you know. Bows in the chest says I would make room, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, that's uh, you know, that that's the thing, man. Animal Crossing. It, it's funny because uh, speaking of Bowser, like there, Bowser was in our in our Discord, and she she's like, look, this got me, you know, this got the itch back. I, I started up a new Animal Crossing island. And uh, that's exactly what these things are for, man. That's literally you the know? whole point of cross-promotion. That's exactly yep. the point that's of right. cross-promotion. But, I mean, Lego isn't even the only Nintendo company that we t- uh, that we found out about a new collaboration with this week, Seth. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so this is a funny little story that I just wanted to quickly hit here. Uh, Nintendo is collaborating with Jack Specific for a Bowser Bash event 
next week. They say save the date, mark your calendar for Friday the 13th because Jack Pacific is throwing a Bowser bash at Nintendo NYC. Bring your friends and family for this fierce party from 7 p.m. to 5 or 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Entries on a first come first serve basis. They're doing a follow-up event the next day from 11 to uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and they are encouraging people to wear Super Mario themed costumes kind of clearly like a pre-halloween yeah you know sort of sort of event yeah yeah but i'm curious though like jack specific is an interesting you know for those who don't know they've worked with nintendo for many years uh making figures and like most recently making the mario Mario movie movie stuff uh figures so and and they did earlier this year introduce um it's probably like three or four months ago introduced another wave of Mario movie figures that nobody really thought was going to happen. And now I'm kind of curious if like, maybe they might announce something here. I don't know. This could just be like a fun little cross promotion event, but there's a part of me that's like, it would make me happy at least if they were like, here's wave three of the Mario movie figures. But who knows? If anything, I, I would think it'd be Mario wonder figures maybe. Cause it's so close to the release yeah. of Mario wonder. Yeah, it's yeah. literally happening the week before, so why not? I mean, it's Gino. October. They're do oh oh god. <laughs> Mario RPG's coming in November. The Gino figures, Mallow figures. You can that'd be crazy. You can have my money. <laughs> that'd be crazy. I'm just a big spooky season guy. They're doing it on Friday the thirteenth. They're doing it in spook. Maybe it's a Halloween themed line. Maybe it's a Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon line because even though that's a okay. while out, that's still forthcoming. Um, but I, I don't know. Regardless, I would expect them to do some type of announcement. I don't think that this is just going to be, I don't think this is just the Bowser bash. I do think that we will see some type of headline come out of this. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think there's more yeah. to it than that. They're just not going to throw a party in, in New York City for Why? nothing. And yeah. specifically Jack Specific, it's like yeah. they, they would be promoting something, like you said, you know, if you're going to do a cross-promotion, it's going to be to promote a product. And what's that right. product? I mean, they, they're obviously going to have their existing figures out for sale, like you know the, the mm-hmm. previous waves you know, for people there to pick up. But there's got to be some kind of new reveal. And they've got that big TV upstairs in Nintendo New York yep. where they you know, do like the, the, the Smash and Brothers stuff. and the Directs, yeah. So you know, maybe they'll be like, all right, everybody upstairs, we're going to be a new reveal for a new line and show it off to them first or something like that. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think so. Yeah, it would be cool. So what would, well, be, what of, would be your uh, wish? Like we can speculate on what we think it might be. If you could have your wish, Barry, what what would you love to see Jack Specific announce? Unfortunately, because they specifically mention dress up as Mario cost characters and it's Bowser's. Um, I do think it's going to be Mario specific, but I miss their World of Nintendo line where they had Pikmin and they yeah. had Star Fox, they had Zelda, you know, they had all these other IP, and I was really hoping to see it expand, like get F Zero. They're like all the Smash Brothers characters, you know, right. get get you know figures for it. So I would love for it to be something other than Mario, but because it's most likely Mario, uh, I I would you know the Luigi's Mansion idea maybe. Maybe not just Dark Moon, but maybe, you know, characters from all three, you know, Professor E. Gad, you know, Polterpop, you know, get Luigi, oh, yeah. you know, you know, with, uh, with the Helen Gravely, the, the, Big Boo, the Game Boy King Horror, Boo. 
you know, have the little Game Boy Horror that you could play. Um, you know, all, all the different characters. There's so many. I forget them all. Like in Luigi's Mansion 3, like on each of the floors, there was always like different yep. characters. Uh, the, the movie director mm-hmm. in the one floor and like, you know, maybe those characters. I, I think that would be really neat. If they released like a Luigi figure with a giant skeleton T-Rex toy, I would probably get that. I want to see. I want to see them do Luigi's figure, but have it with Death from Castlevania, with Death just stealing his soul. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just lean into it, man. That'd be sick. I like my I, I, my request is simple. Just like you know, with the Mario movie, like you you made a cat Mario. It's there on the shelf behind me with the last wave. You made the cat Mario. I need a full scale Donkey Kong figure to go up against the cat Mario. We got that big old Bowser and it's sick. It's amazing. I love it. Um, I want a donkey Kong that is in that scale, like, like big old donkey Kong, you know, to go up against cat Mario. I would love that very much. I can't believe they haven't done that. I want a cat Goomba figure. That's what I want. There you yes. go. There we go. Yes. I like that. Yowzer. I love it, man. Get a Meowser figure. Yes. yes. And and, oh. and uh, oh. what were they called in Bowser's Fury? I guess Fury Bowser. Get one of those figures. Oh, Fury, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Night Terror Bowser. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he gives me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, we got a, a quick little thing here to, to hit, too. Uh, the Batman Arkham Trilogy mm-hmm. for Nintendo Switch has been delayed. Uh, it was initially going to come out actually like next week. Yep. Um, and it's been delayed to December 1st. Uh, the statement here says, quote, Batman Arkham Trilogy for Nintendo Switch will now launch on December 1st, 2023. More time is needed to bring players the best possible experience on Nintendo Switch. We apologize to fans who are excited to play this version of the trilogy. Thank you for your patience, end quote. And it's like, cool, like, like let it cook, but also October's super busy anyway, and you'll do better in December anyways. Probably. Right? So Probably. I mean, it's still weird that... At this point, you found something that's going to... Because I don't think this was a... The calendar is too stacked. I do think that this was a... Hey, the porting process has been a little bit more complicated than we thought it would. And at that point, it almost worries me that they only pushed it back a month and a half. I think this is more of we were ready to go... And then Mortal Kombat 1 came out and people looked at the Switch version and went, oh, my God. And they looked at their version and go, oh, God, we, we're going to get highly scrutinized. We better push this back and that's make true. sure this looks fantastic. And if that's the case, I am happy. I would rather have a game be delayed and come out great than have a game come out and become a thousand percent. thousand percent. Because <laughs> we, we did yeah. kind of help make the Switch version Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> yes. <and then> <laughs> 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 let it cook man let it cook and and you know what though um i'll, I'll say like the the physical i don't think like anything's probably i'd be shocked if anything happened with the physical cart because arkham asylum was already going to be the only game on cart anyway yeah so um so that that probably is unaffected by this my, my first thought was god i hope the physical release isn't delayed as well but uh, i imagine it's still going to hit that december 1st date just like the the digital version, yep. so they haven't said otherwise anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. maybe we'll, we'll be lucky and they're delaying it to put all the games on the cart. That would be wonderful. That'd be crazy. Not gonna happen. That'd be great. That'd be not gonna happen, but that would be great. I would tell like if they uh, did some kind of triple pack where each of the three individual games was still in the case, I'd pay. You know, 
some extra money You'd to have get to. All, yeah. I know I would, but I would pay to have all three games physical on card. It would be cheaper for them to just use a bigger card. They'll never do three yeah. separate cards. Each yeah. card, the smallest card, a two gig card is $8. To get a four gig mm-hmm. card is $9. So they would pay an extra dollar versus an extra $8 to have a four gig card any day of the week. It's right. a smart business. So you're only going to get one card. It's just, will they be nice enough to give us a bigger card cutting into their profit a little more? No. The answer is no, because no, they're not, not going to. They don't care. Nah, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be all right. Uh, yeah, it is is what it is. Either way, December 1st, you know, I kind of, I'm looking forward. I hope these are good ports because these are great games. Yeah, they are fantastic. So It's just, uh, just cool. the Switch continuing to pad out. It's already ridiculous catalog at this point. But, uh, I mean, speaking of ridiculous catalog, we've already talked about Mario Wonder just a little bit. Uh, if you're running around retail stores in the next week or so, the demo has begun to hit retail store kiosks. So do be on the lookout for that. You may be able to get a whiff of a Mario Wonder demo out in the wild starting now. Mm-hmm. GameStops, Targets, Walmarts, we're starting to see it crop up. Of course, uh, conveniently timed, the the red Mario OLED is also available now, uh, just came out. So, uh, you know, let's just call it minimalist design. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very minimalist design, but they, you know, they, they got the marketing machine full steam ahead. The game is now, as we sit here, gentlemen, two weeks away, Yeah, which is crazy. So uh, we got that. That's going on. Be on the lookout for that when you're out and about. But uh, before we say goodnight, let's hit some of the notable releases yes. that came out this week, shall yes, we? Yes, another batch of fun games to play. Of course, uh, I think first and foremost, especially for Nintendo Switch owners, the biggest release of this past week is, of course, the return of the coffee-swilling, diehard, gruff Detective Pikachu. Yes. I can't wait. I know it got like lukewarm reviews, but you know what? The first one did, too. I love the first one, and uh, I'm excited to play this, man. Nice. you a Detective can't Pikachu wait. guy, uh, Barry? I played the first game, but I never finished it, and uh, I enjoyed the movie. And and I have Detective Pikachu Returns sitting upstairs, and it, it nice. might be the the game I play next after after I finish what I'm working on, because uh, you know I don't want to get into something too heavy before Mario Wonder comes out. So right, I yeah. might give it a try and see how it is. Nice. Well, you gotta let Take us a know. quick little playthrough. Yeah, let us know how the kid reacts mm-hmm. to it. If they're as transfixed by by <laughs> Detective Pikachu as they are, not with... enough blood. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another one to definitely hit. We've already talked about this studio already in regards to you, Barry. But yes, a tiny sticker tail did also release this past week. So, uh, Lonesome Village, uh, definitely check that out from Premium Edition Games from the same developer. A tiny sticker tail just released on the Nintendo Switch this week. It's great. It's great. I played through the whole thing. Uh, we were lucky enough to get a code from Ogre Pixel. There's a video on the YouTube channel right now if you want to check it out. And uh, it's a real great, quick little bite-sized thing. Three hours, maybe. Just a quick little thing. Which is, it's interesting because Lonesome Village is like a big, yeah. deep, you know, kind of like, it's got life sim elements yep. and Zelda elements like you touched on, Barry. But this is like a a like very you know self-described as like a little bite-sized snack size game very wholesome very cute got that same great art really cool kind of central sticker mechanic uh easy 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 recommend it's very good so were you able to play that one from them barry uh yeah we did get code so we 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 have uh 
tested it out and played it. And, uh, you know, we, we really like Ogre Pixel. They do good work. And, you know, like I said, we, yeah, we, we were blown away with, with Lonesome Village. So if you enjoy Tiny Stickersdale, definitely give Lonesome Village a try too. Same team and same art style and a much bigger game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, much bigger. So if you're if you're into what you see there uh, and you want something like a little more meat to chew on, um, definitely Lonesome Village is... Um, is the is the way to go. Uh, we also got a code for uh, this game, Bilkin's Folly, uh, which which just came out, and that's like uh, there's a video for that on the YouTube channel as well, um, and that's like a really cool kind of like treasure hunting Monkey Island kind of style like pixel adventure game, uh, and I I liked it. You know, I liked it quite a bit. I think it needs a little bit of optimization on the Switch in busy areas. It does definitely uh, the the frame rate dips quite a bit. So I think maybe it could use a patch, but uh, but still like the the humor it's like very funny well written cute dog you know it's got all all that <laughs> well, stuff. that's all you need that's, so. that's really all you need but um uh, in addition to that a couple other games uh disgaea 7 disgaea uh niponichi mm-hmm. software america it's got a ton of fans i'm one of them disgaea really really great tactical rpg series brand new one just came out so if you're a fan of stuff like that definitely definitely check out disgaea 7 now on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, have you actually played any of the Disgaea games, Seth? I played uh one on like the PS2, I think. Um very briefly, like a friend of mine was trying to show it to me, and I got very intimidated by it. It's a lot of menuing from what I remember. Like a lot of menuing yeah. from what I remember. It's like you you go into a dungeon and you get like a like like a sword and then your sword has like its own skill, like all this crazy stuff and like very high damage numbers from what I remember too. Um, I don't know. I've always been a little intimidated by it. Now they're on like seven. I'm like yep. I you know I I can't. You know. <laughs> so you big tactical <laughs> RPG guy, Barry? Uh, not as much. I I do prefer you know traditional turn based RPGs. But I remember when the first this guy came out, it did not sell well. And nope. it was not a very big genre, so there wasn't a lot to choose from. And I remember it started shooting up in value because yep. there was a small print, and they they did a reprint of it. I remember I was working at EB at the time, uh, Electronic Boutiques, for, for those that remember it. And uh, we got a reprint, and I was like, oh, this is great. And suddenly a second one came out, and then the series just went on. And uh, they always usually get good reviews. I know 6 wasn't as well regarded, but I think now there's so many other tactical RPGs that it doesn't right. have the same luster as it did back then because there were so few. And it was like, this is how you're going to get your fix. And now it's just like, there's a hundred other ones, you know? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but if it is something you're interested in, that is also out now on the Nintendo Switch, a game that we talked about uh, last week or the week before. Uh, I am kind of interested in checking out this Dino Break now, Seth. I am too. Yeah, kind of like Dino Crisis kind of spiritual successor. It kind of it looks pretty good actually. I I'm interested in checking it out. I uh I saw the uh trailer floating around Twitter and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I like me some Dino Crisis. It looks like it's going to be like a Dino like the good and bad things about <laughs> Dino Crisis, you know, like it's it looks like it still has like the, the tank, tank controls, controls and yeah. all the rest. But uh but yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I like them. You know, I can I can get down with it. You know. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Looks cool. I will say uh, I don't have any 
I don't have any worry about that running well on the Nintendo Switch. I've got to admit, though, I am a little concerned about how well Borderlands 3 is going to perform on the Nintendo Switch, and that also released this week. So um, Solid. That's that's pretty that's solid. Kind of what I'm hearing, but I don't know. I don't know. I love the Borderlands series. The first Borderlands is still my favorite game from my Xbox 360 days. I absolutely adore the series. Um, I, I know you have a couple misgivings about Borderlands 3 specifically, especially when it comes to the narrative. But the game itself, yeah, story's bad. <laughs> story's real bad. But the gameplay is great. It's it, it's the best like playing Borderlands game now. Borderlands 3 on Switch is a little compromised because they did have to scale it back. You can't do four-player co-op. You can only do two-player co-op. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. But like I was watching uh, Game Explain did a uh, comparison video. And, uh, you know, like you, it's obviously like very, you know, the textures are pretty muddy. Yeah. Like they definitely, but because of the art style of Borderlands, it kind of works. See, that's the thing. Like, like Cell Shaded always, it's always kind of aged well. Even Cell Shaded games back on the PlayStation 2, because of that stylistic uh, choice, it's always right. just translated better as opposed to something like, uh, if you're going for something even approaching photorealism. So, but if you go for something right. more stylized, I've always found that that translates better. Yeah. Like it, it's like, it looks like it's, it is up and it's running. Like, it's not <laughs> like, uh, like it, like they got it working, you know, they, they got the thing working. In fact, here, I'll, I'll just quickly put up, pull up a uh, game explains video. So y'all can, y'all can get a little bit of look at, if you're, if you're watching the video version, like, you know, like it works. Like it's it's Borderlands, right? <laughs> it it's works. like they they flipped the switch and it turned on. Like that looks like like yes. Th does that hand look po polygonal and like muddy? Yes. Honestly, but it's Borderlands. Honestly, it looks like I remember the original Borderlands looking, which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah, but like you, you're gonna see, like they wipe over, and you can see it's way more detailed on like PlayStation, right? But it's like. But that's okay because it's Borderlands, so the muddy textures kind of work. As long as y'all got <laughs> this running wrong. at like, yeah, like as long as y'all got this running at like a stable frame rate. And I will say, I noticed in some of this gameplay, it looks like the frame rate is uncapped. Um, I do wish that they had locked it at 30 or something. It doesn't look like they have. Uh, but like, you know, overall, it seems like it's running just fine yeah. uh, on Switch, which is impressive in its own right. You know, another so. thing too, when you look at these comparison is when you're playing the game, you're not having two TVs side by side comparing right. both of them. You're just focused on the Switch version. Yeah. And if you get into the game, you're not even going to be paying attention. It's like Honestly, when you go to a store and you see like two multiple TVs, like, oh, this one's a little brighter than right. this one, or this one's a little darker, or this one a little sharper. Like, that doesn't matter. Once you get home and you put it up, it's going to look great. Like, yeah. you're, you're really nitpicking. I, based on this footage, yeah, I think it looks fine. I really do think it looks fine. I'd have no problem. Just based on the visuals, I'd have no problem playing that. Yeah. Especially no. if it runs well. Especially if it's not all bug-ridden or something. So, okay, fair enough. I, I feel a lot better now about Borderlands 3 on the Nintendo Switch. It looks so, like it's running yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's running totally fine. And, and you know, the thing too with with stuff like this is we got to keep in mind that there there are people who like who don't have these other consoles yeah. who only play on Nintendo. So it's it's great for that man. So yeah. now is it like a seventy gig download or something like that? Probably. Probably. I don't know. But you know, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, 
And just a couple other uh, notable releases from this past week. Just another stacked week. But Wargroove 2 also came out this past week. If you're into stuff like that, Wargroove 2 is now out. Speaking of sequels, Front Mission 2, uh, the remake of Front Mission 2 also came out this week. They're trying to front load October so that everything's out of the way come the 20th and Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2, essentially. So... (laughs) That's right, man. Yeah, big big week that you didn't talk yeah. about. Oh, huh. please! Silent Hope came out this week. Oh, that's right. That uh, that one isn't that that one where like the the lore is like they uh like the people can't talk yeah. or something. Like, I'm, I'm actually Nintendo playing Direct, through it right? right now. Oh, nice. I'm, what do you think about it? The end of it. It's it's good. It's it's like Diablo One light. Um, it is okay. the same basis of Diablo One. You have a hub area. You go down to the abyss just like you did in Diablo and you get to like certain floors that are like checkpoint floors and you can go back and jump back to any checkpoint floor and get loot system. But you, instead of getting the actual loot, you get the blueprints and you actually have to make the, the loot, but okay. you're constantly getting materials and processing them up in your base camp. And then you could you know, turn around and make the loot and the set each of the seven characters are different, uh, classes and they level up independently but you could switch at any time uh, even even in the middle of a dungeon at certain points you could switch uh okay and it, it's it's better than i was expecting uh like it started off i was like oh man this may not be that good but it is it's a lot better than i was expecting it to be and but it is it's diablo light like it is you know without the hell demons and stuff it's a lot more cutesy and chibi <laughs> um but a lot of fun you know, at the same time, and I, I'm like, it starts you off on normal, and I have a feeling when you beat it, it's like, oh, now you could take your character and play on a harder difficulty and just yep. keep going up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I do recommend it if you like like dungeon crawlers and and loot games, especially games like Diablo, and you're looking for like a little itch. It's nothing too long. I think it's probably can finish it with ten hours or so. Um, oh, that's not bad. Shorter, yeah. depending on how. You know how each each floor is like Diablo randomly generated every time you go, and there's different objectives per floor to get bonus experience. And there's a skill tree system where you get different skills you could power up and use the skills. And I liked it. I, I really do. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Well, I mean, Barry, like his, his entire specialty is making sure that games <laughs> don't fly under people's radar. So here he is doing his job on our show. <laughs> so. That's right, awesome. Man. So I'll, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Thank you very much for that, Barry. Mm-hmm. Of course. And let us know what you cool. guys are up to this week. Again, another week of stacked releases. Make sure to check out the Premium Edition games, Fall Direct, uh, up now on YouTube. Uh, make sure to check out premiumeditiongames.com. Also, make sure to check us out, uh, All In, at All In Podcast on Facebook, at All In Podcast on, it's still weird to call it X. Uh, at All In Podcast on on Twitter slash X. Make sure to also check out YouTube.com slash All In Podcast. If you're watching us here live, go ahead, like, follow, subscribe, click the bell, all that good stuff. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon where we create, where we create, let me not fall over that word, where we create exclusive content for our patrons. That's right. Patreon.com slash all in podcast. We do exclusive content over there uh, every single week. You can join the golden banana tier for free for seven days. So you don't got to take our word for it. Patreon.com slash all in podcast. Got merch bit.ly slash all in merch as well. And uh, again, if you want to support the show for free, the review on a podcast feed, the like here on YouTube, the comments, all that stuff helps us out 
quite a lot. Uh, so thanks so much for doing that. Barry, uh, thanks so much for coming through, dude. We, we really appreciate you. Uh, how can people find you on the internet, my friend? Yeah, so you could find me on uh, Twitter, which I refuse to call it X. I'll call it Twitter. <laughs> me too. Uh, I don't, Twitter. I don't blame you. Uh, as well as Blue Sky and Fuse, you could find me at Hawk Hellfire on all three of those platforms. I uh, have to have those safety nets in case Elon destroys Twitter even more. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can find me there. You could find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Nintendofuse, as well as nintendofuse.com, uh, where we do our own podcast every other monday at 8 30 p.m live just like this show on camera and uh you could also find us at premiumeditiongames.com like eric uh said uh where you can not only pre-order our brand new series 7 but you could pick up some in stock titles from our previous series that we still have uh so you can get your game on right now you could also find us on twitter at premium edition one and all other platforms at premium edition games Awesome. And just want to thank you one more time, Barry. Uh, thank everybody. Thank all of our amazing patrons. Thank everybody who has dropped words. Everybody's picked up a piece of our merch at bit.ly slash all in merch. And to all of you, to everybody who has uh, shared our content somewhere across this vast internet of ours, to you and to you, Barry, we give you an extra special namaste. Namaste, everybody. That's been the weekend news. Follow Barry. I'm going to have links to everything Barry uh, in the video slash, you know, podcast description. Uh, always a total treat. Uh, we got an episode of All In a Nintendo podcast dropping tomorrow as well, uh, where we're kicking off spooky season. We're doing an indie showcase on Cocoon, which uh, Eric's got on the screen behind him. We're doing the top five ghosts in uh in nintendo history and we're doing a we're debuting a a new segment called a boomerang review where we're getting the boomerang flower and we're taking something from earlier this year that we didn't get a chance to review and we're reviewing it properly here in spooky month with Paranormasite, one of my favorite games of the year yeah. so uh excited to do that that drops on your feeds tomorrow and uh yeah Anything else, gentlemen, before we say goodnight? You got, any, you got your favorite ghosts in Nintendo history, Barry? Anyone that stick out for no. you? <sighs> I guess the polterpup from Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah, that might appear on one of our lists. I don't know. Good I man. Can't confirm. Good man. Very nice. <laughs> but thank you all for joining us for part of your Friday evening. We hope you all have an amazing week. Like I said, a brand new episode of All In. A Nintendo podcast hits your feeds tomorrow. Uh, for myself, for my co-host, uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.